Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. Monster RX 93.1 presents All Out. Your daily morning pick-me-up. All Out hits, all out celebrity interviews, all out sports and showbiz news. Your hosts, Rico Robles and Carla Aguas. What's up? What's good, internet and people listening live on Monster RX 93.1. That's my radio announcer voice. Do you like that? Do you like that? Uh, (laughs) Morning, everybody. You go for like midnight radio. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Put people to sleep. It's one of those affirmation stuff. So how's everybody doing? Good morning. We hope you got a good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You know, wherever you are all over the world, why we're going international today, Los Angeles based. You know, you start out, Carla, mm-hmm. with small beginnings. Remember last week we had uh, Yuna and she said, Yeah. Talking about, you know, being on MySpace and all yep. that. Well, this girl started out doing covers of Moira's hits. Oh. Yeah, based in Los Angeles, by the way. And all of a sudden, she gets discovered. The next thing you know, you land a record label deal. Wow. And sing a song. That's really, really awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we have, you know, it's always exciting for the show to talk to new artists. Yes. Because we get to to share the innocence of music. And and, and we get to hang out with them before they become super big. So then we yeah. can say, hey, you know what? We were tight with them before the Grammys and stuff. So, yeah, I feel you, Rico. Exactly. exactly. I, think, I think it's uh, sort of a lucky charm for the artists. <laughs> okay, build up our show. <laughs> and, and guess on our show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Los Angeles, California to join us. Give it up for Bay. Hey, Bay. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you for joining us. We know you're calling all the way from LA. What time is it there? It is 7 p.m. Okay, so not too late, not too late. Thank goodness. Dinner time here, so it's fine. Well, thank you for joining us. Before anything else, Bay, how are you? I mean, you're calling us from the other side of the world. How is life? How have you been throughout this entire pandemic? Uh, It's definitely been crazy, hectic overwhelming but also a lot of things have been happening just like this so you know i'm just grateful that i had this opportunity come along so the pandemic could be less you know less of a thing to bother me oh too true and i mean during the pandemic time as you did mention you're doing a lot of things you're dropping a single (laughs) and you're recording songs you know what i mean and and a music video so you know let's start first with the journey of how did music get started for you? Because from what we hear, you're doing Moira covers. Then, how was it? What song were you first performing? Well, the song that um, I got discovered with was actually Ikawatako by Moira. And I was actually just being recorded. And I was singing with a karaoke machine that I had gotten from for Christmas. Oh, my God. My- so I was just singing there. I was like really feeling myself. I didn't know that my mom was recording me. And then it got posted. And then Clea Darwin from Soupstar had discovered it. And he reached out to me and he was like, hey, um, I'm sure that you wouldn't have known this because you probably are a shy person when it comes to singing. But if you want to, if you want to ever just play around with like music and you want to try songwriting and making a song of your own and recording, um, coming out with me and Athenis from Grace Note and then we can help get you started and everything. So it was all just purely experimentation mm-hmm. and then this kind of just came out of it. So 
I love how it's always something to do with fate. You know, a lot of people, yeah. when they share their musical journey, it's either by accident or like a friend posted something or they kind of just fell into it and ended up loving it. I mean, Bay, when you got that message, were you a little hesitant? Were you like, listen, I only sing like for fun. I only sing for my family or for myself. I mean, were, did you have any sort of hesitation like... Okay, if I sign a record deal, if I work with these people, then it's like real, you know? It's like a professional level kind of thing. So what was your thought process after that message? After I got that message, I was in shock just because I was like, I didn't even think anything would come out of this just because I kind of sing for just my family and close friends. A lot of the people who are outside of that close circle of mine, they don't even know that I sing. So when this kind of dropped, everybody was like, wait, she sings? I didn't even know she sings. <laughs> so it definitely um, it definitely opened up a lot of doors for me, especially a lot of questions from people who were like, wait, we thought we knew you and now you're like a singer. So like that's kind of weird. But yeah, it's, it's definitely still, I'm still trying to come to terms with it. I'm still accepting it. <laughs> and you know, when you're performing for people, what was it? How was it? What, what genre were you performing? Were you doing a full dance um, performance? <laughs> like a Lady Gaga Ariana level performance? Yeah. Like Ariana Grande? What was it? Like a full halftime performance? No, probably not like a full halftime performance. It would basically be like, oh, like, um, we would have relatives come over. My mom would be like, oh, sing. You know the Filipino thing. We're like, oh, sing for the family. Show them that you sing or dance or play instruments. So um, I would sing like, uh, what was a song that I would sing? Bruno Mars, Talking to the Moon. That's one of them. And then when I learned, the first Filipino song that I learned was Baki Papa by JR. Oh my God. So wow. Also, a, uh, like a highly requested song that my mom would make me sing for my relatives. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So it was just all over the place. I don't think I had a specific genre that I'd sing as long as like my parents or my family knew that I sang it. They'd be like, oh, sing it. Can you sing it? So can you give us a little, you know, that's Carla's favorite song. If you only know. <laughs> it really is. It was the first song that I, I was, I remember I was a kid and I had to translate it. Like I asked people to help me translate it. I was way too young to even like want to love that song. You know, girl, you're in grade school, right? And then when I heard it, I was like, God, it's the most beautiful song ever. Sing it for us, Bay. Sing it for us. I'm going to kill the bit. I was the same way. I, that's how it's that's definitely gone. <laughs> I'm like, you know, um, reading the song. <laughs> sample. 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 What is it? <laughs> Dang, girl! Oh my goodness, you really are talented. You're turning the chair. I know. All the judges, all the coaches. What, what is it? That show? Yes. Join my team. Join my team. Bay, that was really great. I mean, it's a natural talent. And the way you sing it, it's like you're just so chill about it. So, okay. Now that we know your musical journey, I want to talk about moving forward. You know, as you work on your music, it's a strange time. I think we can all agree we say it time and time and again, this pandemic, it's really different for everybody. Nobody really knows how to process anything. I mean, 
it's one thing to already be an artist and release new music. It's another to start in the middle of a pandemic, right? So, how was that like for you? Like, you agree with them, alright, let's work on stuff. Then did you just sort of take it upon yourself like, okay, I'm going to sit in my room and write a billion songs and then like propose it over Zoom? Like, what was that journey like for you in the middle of the pandemic? So since I'm definitely still getting started, I, I have, uh, like I said, Akimi's from Grace Note. She's definitely been a big help when it comes to composing songs and inspiring me to um, try to write more songs. So I definitely want to be more involved in the entire process of creating music. Um, but for now... I will, not for now. Before then, when we were starting, it was kind of just, we would talk about it. We'd make cuento about what we did in our free time. So, oh, like you watch K-dramas? Yeah, I watch K-dramas. I just got started. And then Akimi said, oh, did, did you did you watch Crash Landing yet? Because that's been super big over the pandemic. That's when everybody was kind of going crazy, like watching Netflix. And then, you know, the K-drama kind of just went crazy. Mm-hmm. And no, but I definitely should. And then, um, the same time, we would also send songs back to one another. So it would be songs from New Release Friday or um, just songs that would get stuck in our heads. We'd be like, oh, this is something that we want to kind of take influence from for our next song. Like the kind of genre, the kind of vibes that you get from it. And a couple days later, she sent me the demo for Crash Landing. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love this song. So I started recording it. Little did I know that I would have this makeshift studio in my garage. So it's really just like... (laughs) In the middle of all of this guy that you just see like my mic's there, the monitors are there in the small little laptop, and then I'd have to coordinate with them over Zoom, and there's different time zones as well. So it's definitely not what you think or what you'd expect when it comes to like recording, because it would be, you're in like a nice sound booth, you have a producer in front of you who's telling you what to do, so it was definitely really challenging, but fun at the same time. Here's an interesting question, Bay from Sari Sanchez, who got you, who made you start watching K-drama? I think I would have to thank my mom for that. My mom and a, a couple of my close friends who are like really into drama and, and Korean music in general, like K-pop. Um, they definitely got me started into you know watching K-dramas and, and listening to you know BTS, EXO, um, Mamamoo. That's kind of how we started. I know because it's K-drama and K-pop. I mean, it was always big. But I think when the pandemic hit, even people who didn't necessarily think they would ever be fans or who would ever enjoy that genre of music or TV or movies ended up getting hooked. I mean, for you, you said it yourself. You're all the way in LA. You know, a couple of your friends, Eunice was telling you like, oh, you got to watch Crash Crash Landing because that's what everyone was watching. And then you did. And... To all the monsters listening on air, we're playing Bay's song in the background for the first time here on The Monster. I mean, let's talk Crash Landing, girls. So you watched it. I'm guessing you watched it. What were your thoughts? I mean, and then the demo comes in. I mean, talk us through everything because I feel like this is such an interesting way to release a song, right? I mean, it's so cool. Which is really funny because usually you would think that, you know, I would say that it's inspired by Crash Landing. I don't think it's like you're, it's directly referring to the uh-huh. K-drama. I think you can listen to the song and kind of resonate with it, whether or not you've watched the series. But I actually recorded the song before I started watching it. <laughs> <laughs> really? It was a very reverse process. Okay. But yeah. I love the K-drama. The K-drama just makes you so, like, you, like, just because, you know, the guy in the beginning, just because he's in the military, he has that stereotypical, like, just very cold at first. And then you see him warming up to, to the girl, and then it's you just get very excited about them being together, so. 
That's so, so nothing interesting. Speaks, nothing speaks a man in the uniform. <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's true. And like he's tough yet sensitive at the same yeah, exactly. time. You know what I mean? Does I, that describe you? I mean, you're into the music now. You recorded the song, as Carla was mentioning. Let's talk about the music. Was it difficult um, doing the pronunciations? Because you did record an English Korean trans or Korean version as well. How was that process like? So beforehand, the demo was actually in full English. It was a complete English song. And um, I was talking to Adunis and the team, and I had let them know, like, hey, I actually learned Korean beforehand because I had a position as Korean liaison. And it just happened to click into place because then all of a sudden we were adding a verse and a chorus, and I was already familiar with the pronunciation, reading Hangul and everything. So um, that's kind of how it, it came to place, just because it really made sense since it was already about a K-drama. But it really helped that we had some help with the translation just because we didn't want anything, like anything, any issues when it came to cultural appropriation or yeah. mispronunciation and stuff like that. So it was very, we had to be very careful about it. You're That's such a tough. cool girl. She's so cool. She's like, oh, you know, I mean, I could already speak Korean like beforehand. <laughs> like no biggie. Like, you know, people are taking lessons or whatever, but like I can speak it. So we added a verse you, to the song. Yeah. Sample? Could you please? Because we can hear it in the background. But for the monsters watching, I think this would be really great. I can say, um, so I said, hi, I'm Bay. I'm American, and I'm 21 years old. That is so cool. She's so cool, I swear. I aspire to be as cool as her. Because you're, like, literally chill, but, like, you have so much to offer, which makes it very exciting. Okay, I'm sorry. I just have to go back. So you said earlier, Bay, that you recorded the song before watching crash landing right so it was kind of a reverse process for you but what's so beautiful about this song is you're right regardless if the person has seen the show or not it can resonate with you because you know it talks about having that special someone by your side being there for you because you said it yourself life is never going to be perfect it's never going to be easy but it becomes bearable when you have somebody who's there to support you where did you draw that inspiration from? Because you didn't watch the show yet, right? So when it comes to singing, you know, especially songs with this much emotion and personal, you know, how do you say this, relation to you, how did you draw inspiration to sing the song the way that you did? Because it's beautiful. Your voice is so nice. Like, it's really very comforting to hear. Yeah, so where did you draw your inspiration from when you started recording this song? So I definitely cannot take any credit for that. I, I have to say that it was wonderfully written by Atinus, like I said. So um, if anything, um, I have yet to ask her about where she got the inspiration for the song. But definitely when it, what came to mind when I was recording is everyone has like a special someone, whether it be like romantic relationships, the friends in your life, your family, there's always going to be someone there to get you through things and love you unconditionally, no matter what happens. And like I always say, I feel like the media always portrays relationships to be always, like they always have to be happy. It always is like this honeymoon phase of you guys always like never having problems. And I feel mm -hmm. like the realistic part of it is they, the people who really love you and that you love, of course, they'll always be with you. Like the right people will always be with you. Mm. Look at that. that Life coach and singer. Rel Love relationship it. Relationship <laughs> advice right there, right? Okay, Bay, here on the show, we do have all our questions. So we're going to ask you a few random questions that, uh, that get you going. Okay, you're into K-pop. 
you're into the music. What is your favorite Korean food? And what's yes. the one that you just cannot quite eat? Oh, I love jajangmyeon. Um, I tried that in high school with my friends. Like I said, they got me into a lot of like Korean <laughs> culture. Um, I love jajangmyeon. And I don't think I've come across a Korean food that I hate. Just because I've never actually had authentic Korean food, I guess you could say. I've had it here in like, the, like London. I think they had a Korean place there when I was studying there. Um, I think even in the Philippines, some some sort of Korean fried chicken variation there. I don't think I've come across a food that I hate that's, that's Korean or anything. See, I love her. I love her. I feel the same way. <laughs> I have not met a Korean dish that I didn't love. Because let's face it, their food is delicious. How is it like, though, over there in L.A.? Like, is the K-drama, K-pop scene big there as well? Yes, super. Um, when BTS was here, they sold out super fast. It was very hard to get tickets. It's always um, very packed in, in K-Town over here just because everyone wants to get whatever's trending like on food pages that you see. And um, there's always K-pop playing in the background. They even have merch that's selling there, whether it be like paper cups, people buy those, Whoa. shirts. Like different types of merch. Even if it's not official, people will, will get it. That's so cool. So can you imagine... <laughs> Carla, the full experience, right? You're going to watch BTS, and you have your food, you have your soju, yay! And then you have it all in a paper plate that has BTS on it. That's so cute! Oh my god. Okay, Bay, Go, Rico. Bay, we, we do have some surprises for you. You know, we know that you've worked hard in the studio, so there's going to be someone that's going to be joining us. Well, it's actually her computer chair right now. Hi, what's up? How you doing? Hi. Hi, Eunice. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Eunice, oh, the hi, friend Eunice. of the monster over here. Eunice, I mean, I think it's so great that we have you and Bay together on this. What made you decide yeah. to, Thanks. you know, have Bay sing this song? I mean, what was it about her that for you was just like, this is going to be the perfect song for her? Um... Next start lang siya sa kwentuhan eh. Um, as a producer kasi, like, I, oh, it's very important to me na makilala ma- ko yung artist. Ginagawan ko ng song. So as I was writing the song, I was thinking of Bay. And then yun yung kwentuhan kami kasi parang binagit niya nga na yung interest niya sa, sa K-dramas. So, ayun. Uh, actually, parang na- natural lang eh. Nagkakwentuhan lang kami ni Bay. And then after that, few days after, I sent her the demo. And then, nung binalik niya sa akin yung demo, narinig ko yung bosses niya nung kinanta niya yung song, Crash Landing. It was perfect. I, I knew that very moment that the song was meant for her. It was meant for the bay. Ah, it was for the bay. Oh my God. Like the whole... Like they're, did they're so cute. I love them. Again, it's such a chill process. Rico, and, go. And you know, when, when, when all of this was happening, Grace and, I mean, uh, Eunice, I was going to say Grace note, <laughs> Eunice <laughs> and Bay, all of this were all in quarantine. So how were you guys, uh, you know, working via different time zones? Yeah. Like that? yeah. How, how did you guys adjust? How did you feel about everything with recording and everything? Well, we, we actually would always have to kind of schedule around everything because I know she has students she has you know music she's also making her own music and then I come in and I'm kind of just like hey I need your help <laughs> I just I kind, of, I kind of clung to her as, as my mentor <laughs> in this whole thing I was like hey um 
when are we going to do this? But she was she was very helpful, very, you know, she was welcoming, welcoming me with open arms. So I'm very grateful for that just because she's taught me so much and she continues to teach me so much throughout this whole thing. So, so are you going to be stage diving like Eunice? She stage dives, you know that, right? <laughs> she gets a bottle of water, she throws it in the air and she does all those <laughs> in her shows. So what are the things that you come to learn, babe, from Eunice in this whole process? Definitely. Well, because I feel like I don't know if it's just me, but when I was thinking about the process of songwriting and production in general, I would get so overwhelmed because I was thinking there are so many parts to it that you mm -hmm. have to think about, especially if you're producing it yourself. And Akinis does it all herself. So she writes the lyrics, she does the melody, and I'm asking her, I'm like, how do you how do you start? Like, where do you begin? And she's like, oh, like I come up with the melody first. Like, if you just use like a few few chords, just just a chord progression, and then you think about like what you want to sing about. Are you happy? Are you sad? Is there something that you want to sing about specifically? And then you just make cuento. And I'm like, yeah, super easy. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I love the bass. Like, yeah, I got this, man. I'm good. I got this. No, but you know, it just goes to show. It is a testimony of just how talented you are as well, Eunice. I mean, everyone knows you for Grace Note and your beautiful voice, your really awesome stage presence. But the, the way you're able to also create music for an artist that is so different from you. You know, because what I love here is that we've got Eunice of Grace Note, and then you've got Bay, who's singing something totally different, very chill. There's like Korean in it as well. I mean, like you said earlier, Eunice, there has to be a relationship. Moving forward with Bay, I know I'm getting a little excited. I mean, congratulations, one song. Let's, let's, is there gonna be more in this kind of a vibe? Yeah, are we gonna get more songs? from Bay and from you that has like a Korean twist to it or are we going a different language is there going to be Spanish next like I mean what is the next step for we both of you right no but what is the next step for both of you in this musical journey because this song everyone loves and I already know they're going to want more so do you have songs in the works <laughs> that you can share uh, yeah, si mayroon na kami nagnagawa ni Bay na yung ano, may nagnagawa na kami unang song, tapos yung Cash Landing yung unang nirelease. So, medyo iba rin yung vibe nun, definitely. It's actually the opposite of Cash Landing. What I really like about Bay kasi she's very open, willing siyang mag-explore when it comes to genres, and she's very collaborative. Kaya parang ako mismo as a producer, um, hindi ako nababox. Parang hindi, hindi ako nalilimitahan sa ginagawa ko. So, that's what I really enjoyed um, working with Bay. So, excited ako uh, marinig yung uh, mga susunod na songs. And definitely, marami pang ilalabas. Maglalabas na ato siya ng Tagalog songs. Abangan nyo yun, guys. Ooh! And there you go! I'm excited. That's a teaser right there. It's a Tagalog romantic song. I guess that's coming up. But ladies, tell us and invite everybody to support the song and the music video. That's who I'll go ahead. Yeah, so if you guys could please listen and continue streaming my debut single, Crash Landing, available at all digital platforms worldwide, released under Universal Records. And you can also check out the official music video of Crash Landing at Universal Records YouTube channel as well. And for any and all updates, you can follow my social medias under It's Bay Music, and I have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, and of course, Eunice, message for Bay. All the stuff that you guys are going to go through <laughs> that we're excited about. 
Um, actually, ano, gusto ko lang mag-thank you, syempre, kay Bae for trusting me. Sobrang, ano, malaking bagay sa akin yun um, as her producer. Na, ano, it means a lot to me na magkawala siya sa akin. And um, sobrang excited ako for you. I'm um, looking forward to your new album, upcoming album, uh, soon. And um, I know you have a lot of potential. Tuloy mo lang yan. Sobrang nakita ko yung effort mo, tsaka yung syagamon. Given the situation na magkaiba tayo ng timeline, pero ginaga mo siya at ikaw lang mismo nag-record sa Sirima. So, that's a good sign, especially for starters. So, just continue and yeah, congratulations. <laughs> that's so cute. Oh my God, woman empowerment right there. Thank you so much, Eunice, Bay. Thank you so much. Congratulations. We're looking forward to more music from you. You take care, both of you. New music from both right. of you. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us And there you have it, folks You want to thank some people, Bay? Yeah, I would love to <laughs> Go ahead I would love to thank Universal Records and Superstar Music Just for helping me get started And for giving me that foundation and support that I, I needed And also, I would love to thank all of my supporters And people who listened to the song Even if it was just once It means the world to me um, Especially the babies And Bay Music PH for always being there for me And for always supporting um, whenever I have appearances like this in my performances. So, thank you. All right, there you Thanks, have it. Thanks, Bay. Once again, from Bye. Los Angeles, California. We're excited Bye. for more of your music. Give it up for Bay. Bye. Bye. There you go, Carla. Oh, oh she's man. so cute. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Okay. So, again, to all the monsters, you can request for her song. If you love yourself a little Korean flavor in your music. <laughs> You can request for her song, okay? I love the teamwork that went into it and just being chill about the whole process and let it naturally flow. I think that's great. And, you know, they did say that these pandemic times will bring out the best or the worst out of people. These guys have brought out the best in each other, making music and trans... I mean, getting... I'm just excited to just eat some good food. Yeah, now I'm craving for Korean, Korean food. food, not gonna yeah, lie. But, but, but thank you. This is something to watch out I for. I know. Something to look forward to for all you fans. Once again, Bay is her name. Check her out till then on Facebook Live, on Twitch, and on YouTube. She is Carla Agua. He's Rico Robles Live. The Monster RX 93.1 Podcast Channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's Hottest. Monster RX 93.1.